is. You already know what time it is. We back. We back. L.A. Khalil. You already know the deal. What's going on? What's going on? Well, there's a lot that's going on. And first of all, I just want to say much love to Cheyenne DeJam. I, I totally messed that up. Cheyenne DeJam, my brother. You already know what time it is. Uh, shout out to Dalton Arbuckle, my brother, fam down from Texas. You already know what time it is. Shout out to Shantavia, my actual sister, my family back home in Germany. You already know what time it is. Much love to you. Uh, um, who else? Just everyone that, you know, loves me, supports me, prays for me, of course. Much love to each and every single one of you. Now, I know... It's been a minute, and a lot has transpired, and I think it's only right that we just delve into it. <clears throat> so, the reason why I haven't been recording podcasts or even showing any music updates was because, for a minute, I was working a a very rewarding job, and it rewards you in in any in every way but financially. And what I mean by that is I am a PE coach. And to being with being a PE coach, you're responsible for teaching and in part help maturing kids and seeing their growth, seeing their maturity is rewarding. But you know, it doesn't pay the best. And for a minute you know, I wasn't working because of issues and, you know, I just began to fall into debt and it, you know, it crept up, it crept up behind me. No matter how much I tried and worked with it, it just was too much. And for a couple of weeks, I found myself living at the Midnight Mission and with my focus, with my dedication, with my stubbornness and with the help of some unlikely family and with um my aunt shout out to aunt betty i love you i was able to find me a place and secure a place and i'm home now i'm I'm at a place where i can you know call home for you know for a minute at least it was hard you know i was depressed i was suicidal i was anxious i was alone it was hard it was very hard very 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 hard i never contemplated suicide at such a high rate before you know i was i was contemplating suicide like russell westbrook was like russell westbrook is turning the ball over at a very very high rate and it it never i never felt this way before and i think it's because you know, at the end of the day, while you can be as strong as you are, it still can be, it's still a lot to deal with, you know, uncertainty and being financially depressed and deprived. And it was just hard, you know? I wasn't recording, obviously. I meant to say, I mean to say, I wasn't writing any music. I wasn't interested in any beats. You know, I took everything. Well, first of all, I didn't have 
any space or any comfort to record any music or a podcast or and, and neither did I have any um flexibility to even put my mind into that you know to this day while having been in my new place for about a week or two I'm still faced with challenges that requires all of my attention <clears throat> that requires all of my focus and my work and um god bless I just found a new job I start tomorrow Thursday uh January 30th and it's amazing and um blessed I am blessed more than I would ever could ever imagine and you just got to keep going you just got to keep pushing and believe in yourself you have to continue to believe in yourself you have to continue to believe in either your creator or the universe you know crystals and rocks I don't believe too much in crystals, but, you know, tarot cards, you got to believe in something. You got to believe in yourself at some point, you know. And, um, yeah, you know, I haven't been exercising at at, at all. <laughs> you know, I haven't um, been eating right. You know, just the uh, common symptoms of depression and anxiety. You know, it, it's it's taking me a lot to just get out of bed. I did when I was living at the Midnight, midnight Mission. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, I was on the top bunk because imagine prison or jail, right? It's, it's not you're not in a cell, but you're in a big ass room with hundreds of men. And there's a bottom bunk and a top bunk. I was at the at the top and trust me you want to be at the top anyway um i i fell <laughs> i slipped off the off the ladder and it it definitely stung me for sure <clears throat> it definitely stung and it hurt and you know just things like that you know that's wow it's still hurting it's still having an effect on me like that's crazy but, um, yeah, my stat, the Midnight Mission wasn't perfect, but people like Sean, amazing, Joe, amazing, and everyone else that had a, um, a factor and a, uh, a, a will to help me, thank you for, for all, all the, the help and the resources, and when I mean, like, help, it wasn't like, yo, you know, um, you know, I'm going to give you this. It, it, well, a, a few people did, like, give me numbers to call. But it was never, like, help. Like, yo, I got a person or, I, you know, I, I got a plug that can really get you. No, it wasn't nothing like that. But some people did give me, like, um, did write me down phone numbers to, you know, contact and, you know, websites to look into. But the, the help that I had gotten the most was just personal experience and people just listening to me and my story. And a lot of people recognize that, you know, I was just someone that was in an unfortunate situation. You know, I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I don't drink. You know, I'm straight edge. And so I wasn't in there because I lost myself through temptations. I was in there because, you know, I was just lost. And, you know, thankfully, I stayed just 
to myself. I didn't cause too much trouble. <laughs> I didn't cause too much trouble, I tell you what. But you know me, I'm a troublemaker, but you know, I it definitely um it definitely opened my eyes, you know, and it was in Skid Row, by the way. I never said that. But I was living in Skid Row. And it wasn't it wasn't pretty. None of it's cute, none of it's beautiful. It was it's scary. And it's ugly and it's and it's real. It's a reality. It's the reality. I was living in Skid Row where a lot of people were desperate. A lot of people were hungry and cold and in need of shelter. And I was blessed enough to have an ID and my COVID vaccination and my COVID vaccination card on me. Because without any of those two things, I wouldn't have been permitted in the building. So I was very blessed and very, very, very fucking lucky. Still have a long way to, ways to go. You know, am I as um, depressed as I was? No. You know, I feel feel a whole lot better, but I still have so much work to do on my on myself, my body, and you know, and, and my and my anxiety has gone down. You know, but I you know, but anything can happen. But a lot of progress has been made, but I still have a long way to go. And music, um, I have music saved. You know, I do have songs I could put out, but I am making a project that I am in love with. And I'm, I am in love with the story that I have with it. But it's just, uh, you know, taking a day at a time. And if you know me and you truly know me for who I am, you understand how much, you know, how much um, of my life is a real life. And I don't quit, I don't give up, I don't sulk, and I rarely ask for help because I'm stubborn. <laughs> I am, I really am. And that's why I don't choose to uh, to go the easy route. I don't choose to pack my bags and, you know, skip out of town. You know, this is my home. This is where I was made into a man. And I love it. I love Los Angeles, California. And that's facts.